0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Straight up, man, it's a known fact. It ain't enough money that can get your life back. Straight up, straight
0: up, freeze,
1: straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up, police. Yo, little brother, what's up with these
0: drugs? Wanna- little brother, what is up with these drugs? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beats Around the Bush season of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. This is our second episode in a row devoted to Cringe Hop because we had so much to say about songs that did so little <laughs> that we had to go to a second episode. I'm okay with it, though. I am your co-host, Sarah DeBunting, and I am here, as always, with the funky, fresh, real one, Mark Blankenship. Hey, Mark. <laughs>
1: what is up with those drugs i just want to note that the last time we had to do this break an episode up into two parts it was because we got so wrapped up in discussing the album bridge over troubled water <laughs> and i feel like that that is a very distinct quality pi- uh there's a quality uh threshold that we've crossed <laughs> so it, it, it says something i'm not entirely sure what
0: yeah a, a boobicon of some kind that that we have crossed um <laughs>
1: We're the Rube in Rubicon. Yeah,
0: we <laughs> oh, or the con? Who knows? <laughs> um, just a reminder that in the previous episode, if you haven't heard it yet, you should check out our deep thoughts on CNC Music Factory, the Fat Boys featuring the Beach Boys, Gerardo, Jesse James, and Chris Cross. We had a lot of things to say. There were actually a lot of things to like in I that know. episode. Yeah. I I don't think we'll be as lucky today, um, especially since we're starting with a song that basically is Mark's equivalent of my relationship with Sarah by Starship. Yes. I suspect, um, Mark, you cut a clip from Marky Mark and the Funky Munch's Good Vibrations. Any table setting you'd like to do before we hear a clip?
1: Yeah, sure. This song reached number one, and it was a big deal at the time that it credited Lolita Holloway, who sings the sample, and let her be in the video because Martha Wash had been iced out of CNC Music Factory and Black Box, who used her voice and didn't credit her at all. So there was something of a. Um, something of a cause celeb around actually crediting the women whose work you build your songs on, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um Mark Wahlberg, of course, has gone on to be an Oscar-nominated actor, television producer, whatever. And um uh, some colleagues of mine in a job I had like five or six years ago were shocked when I mentioned that he had started out as a rapper. So it tells you that the culture has allowed him to scrub this from the memory uh if you weren't there when it was happening you might not know that it happened but what i will tell you sarah you were so fucking right this song was popular when i was in seventh grade oh. and for ages people would say hey Marky mark where's your funky bunch and my stock answer just became they die
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have mentioned this you have mentioned this on the podcast before and um i i support that response
1: oh uh. Okay, so here's some other things. Marky Mark also became a bad boy sex symbol around this time. Uh, he was a bad boy. He got in a lot of trouble, uh, was pretty violent and uh, I think fairly homophobic also. Yeah. But seems to have G- mellowed Given out.
0: that he was a, um, he was, you know, he and his 16 pack were at the V of Times Square in those Calvin Klein ads. That might have been later. I don't remember the timeline, but
1: it's all kind of the same period yeah yet. but you know it seems like he's mellowed out or whatever i don't really He he's not being actively um gross the way that other people can be so fine um but marky mark was also a very strong part of my sexual awakening
0: uh-huh.
1: because he was always always in those underwear ads like you just said there is a uh Uh, forever etched in my memory a performance he gave at mtv spring break that i will acknowledge right here perhaps i've told you this before sarah i taped it off of mtv Uh on a tape that said beauty and the beast but that tape was just filled with things like marky mark shirtless at spring break uh shirtless men's beach volleyball and when the night was long and the door was closed i would play that tape and i will let your imagination go from there
0: yeah um does anyone have a dick
1: yeah, exactly. Um,
0: I so, I will also add that um, Mr. Wahlberg was part of one of the film finger blasts that stole Christmas, <laughs> which I think we talked about because Wild Horses was playing. We
1: did on um, in the movie Fear, yes, because it's when the Sunday's cover of Wild Horses is playing, <laughs> <You> and <leave. laughs> Reese
0: Witherspoon is. On a on a roller coaster of <laughs> of the pants. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean and, well, it was, and he's Donnie Wahlberg's brother from New Kids. So like Mark Wahlberg has been around this podcast Wahlberg, for a while.
1: Mark Wahlberg was actually briefly in The New Kids on the mm-hmm. Block, but dropped out before they released their first album. Yeah. And thinking back I can't be too surprised that he would be making homophobic comments because his whole public image was about putting his mostly naked body up for the consumption of the culture. And the weird mentality of the early 90s said that you have to be hyper-masculine to make sure that no gay guys are looking at you, even though you're in all these underwear ads. It's like this cognitive dissonance that has to happen. But it's like, guess what, sir? I was looking, as were we all. Anyway... Uh, Sarah the clip that I chose from Good Vibrations is a clip that I feel like proves why this song is a POS because all of that (laughs) shit that we just said about Marky Mark his actual legal troubles the fact that he was kind of an asshole all of that is set aside because he needed to make a song about not doing drugs huh here's that verse from Good Vibrations Johnny, D's on the back truck free. So put the crack up. No need for speed, I'm anti. D r u g g i e, my body is healthy. My rhymes make me wealthy. Have a funky but choppy. To bring you a show with no intoxication. So come on, feel the vibration. Yeah,
0: can you feel it, baby?
1: mind sarah that in the music video he is constantly naked rubbing around on these women he's licking his lips in that ll cool j way Mm. he's trying to be hard and sexy but then he's also like we don't drink hey kids stay in school because don't you know that learning is cool it's just like what the fuck sir um that's my initial (laughs) frustration with this song what do you think
0: um all right uh your friend and mine friend of the podcast mike dunn um may have also responded to the ploopy sounds that are that that begin the song like the song is much too long um, also, it's bad, but it's much too long, even if it's good. And it starts out with like part of the baseline is like what sounds like a small poo dropping into a toilet. <laughs> and bloop, bloop. So I just was like laughing too hard to write down notes for most of the first like three minutes of the song. My notes go on to say he is dot 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 so bad at this. Um, yet another early 90s break saved by a black lady ripping it on the chorus. Sweat coming out your pores does not scan that way. He is really rather awkward. Um, if he didn't have a 16 pack, I doubt we'd be here. Let's face it. Uh, this piano break sounds like it cost seven cents. Um, Also, please get on with it. This was everywhere. I just can't anymore. And then I stopped writing things down and just waited for death.
1: Well, let's be real. If I had not been a 12-year-old who was furiously masturbating every time I saw him, (laughs) I wouldn't have liked this song. But I was, so I did. But now I don't.
0: You weren't just regular masturbating. You were furiously (laughs) masturbating. <laughs>
1: Donnie, just regular
0: masturbating. Mark, Marky. furiously masturbating. <laughs> oh,
1: and God. One of the things I didn't really notice until the last few years is that he sounds so out of breath <laughs> through this whole song. <laughs> You're supposed to be in great shape, but you can't even get through one verse of your whack ass, terrible song. He Marky? sounds
0: afraid. He sounds scared, is the issue, I think. Yeah. Um, Also, he's not, I don't know, like, I mean, Donnie Wahlberg is a weirdo and he also went on to be on, like, we're going to do a um, Patreons only single about the um, early, late 80s to early 90s hip hop to acting pipeline. So if you would like to hear that and enjoy all of the other singles that we've done for Patreons, patreon.com slash mastass, the, like, he, I don't even know. I don't even know how to put it. Like he just, um, sold it better always. I thought than yes. Mark Wahlberg. And I always thought it was, um, interesting. And we were so far away from this time now that, like, whatever I thought then maybe, maybe like tinted by, um, recency bias or whatever. But like, I remember. Donnie showing up for, like, two seconds in um, The Sixth Sense, I guess. Yeah, he's in the very,
1: very first scene.
0: And being like, oh, shit. But I definitely felt at the time, like, that, first of all, Thanksgiving got to be hella awkward at their house. Um, And second of all, like, did we get, like, are we getting the right one? Or did the sort of omnipresence and then utter, like, non-sustainability into the mid-90s grunge era of new kids, like, was that completely unfair to certain members of that group? And I think it may have been, at least for Donnie Wahlberg. I think that was like, he just had to wait for like five years and then change his name slightly and wait for people to forget about the other thing. But Mark Wahlberg, I think, is not as good really at anything thing and I don't know like I don't know I don't know if you were a Donnie guy also or just Mark but
1: um I, I Donnie Wahlberg I never really cared that much about one way or the other and Mark Wahlberg as previously mentioned we know what I was doing mm-hmm. but uh, as, I don't think we were
0: seeing has, Donnie with his shirt off that much
1: no but you sure are now because what I was going to say is I saw New Kids on the Block earlier this year at the mixtape tour, and Donnie Wahlberg is such a consummate showman, as yes, are all of the they guys they all in are. Group. And Donnie Wahlberg has fully embraced the fact that people like to ogle him, mm-hmm. because there is, in their tour, a camera that is exclusively there to zoom in on his ass, or anytime that he or the other New Kids lift up their shirts to show their hard abs, the camera zooms in, and he, it's like He has fully embraced the fact that he's basically a Chippendales dancer with a recording contract. Mm -hmm. And it's so like nice. I don't know. He just seems to be really into the fact that he makes a lot of people happy by being kind of being like sexy, but non-threatening. And he's on a CBS procedural. Like he's just. He's married to Jenny McCarthy and they are gross with the PDA
0: still. I mean, it's almost funny. Like she's an anti-vaxxer and I kind of can't, although I think she's eased up on that possibly because he was like don't be weird um but like he he has a pretty good life and i think he realizes that and he's good with it so
1: i think that that's the thing i think that he just is like i things really worked out let's be happy Mm -hmm. now i will say that i've seen mark Wahlberg do a very funny radio interview with his daughter where his teenage daughter was melting into the floor with embarrassment when he rapped in front of her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean so that's funny at
0: this point like you may as well have a sense of humor about it because you're both still household names all these years later so just don't take yourself too seriously
1: yeah like whatever whatever marky mark used to be i think mark Wahlberg is probably less that and yeah i think so too now i haven't seen a movie that mark Wahlberg was in in a long time does he still act i truly don't even know and i've certainly never watched that Wahlberger's reality show oh god Adam.
0: no me neither um i think he does after um whatever Shyamalan thing where right with the killer plants the trees were making people were making betty buckley kill herself with a broken window um And he was supposed to be a science teacher. LOL. Like I, I will give him this. I think he tries very hard. I think he tries to prepare, but then sometimes he's cast as like a poet and you're like, whose fucking idea was this? (laughs) He said no drugs. So put your crack up and you should do that because he's just not credible as someone who works at NASA, (laughs) even pushing a broom. Anyway. Um, I hate this song and I'm glad I don't have to hear it anymore, but um, I don't begrudge him any good that came from it. It's just not good.
1: Yeah. And last thing I will say, I I look now and I realize the last time I saw him in a movie was in All the Money in the World, that Getty heist kidnapping movie that um, they fired Kevin Spacey from.
0: Oh, shit. I don't think I've ever seen that. And that's some true crime shit.
1: Yeah. And you might remember that when Christopher Plummer got brought in to replace Kevin Spacey, they reshot a lot of scenes. And uh, notoriously, Mark Wahlberg got paid a million dollars. That's right. And Michelle Williams got paid scale.
0: Yes, that's right. Maybe that's why I didn't watch it in protest.
1: But anyway, whatever. There's a lot of movies also. also. I can't watch everything. Yeah, truly. Well, I'm your I agree with you, Marky Mark. Good riddance. Now, the next two songs, Sarah, I would like to mention as a pair, because I do think that it's really hard to talk about one and not talk about the other. Agree. Um, (laughs) The weariness in your voice says so much. I just want
0: want everyone to be okay. And so many people (laughs) are not okay.
1: (laughs) This was one thing we haven't yet touched on in this season is the brief vogue for rap songs that are the plots of movies that they're in Mm -hmm. um this this goes as far back as the Dragnet movie uh with Dan Aykroyd and Tom Hanks and maybe even earlier and goes at least as far as Will Smith's terrible Wild Wild West which came out in 99 yeah and we uh, talked
0: about Tone Loke and Ace Ventura's
1: joint. yes of course Ventura so but this is when we're gonna really dig into it because we've got Vanilla Ice's Ninja Rap, which is from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, colon, The Secret of the Ooze. And we've got MC Hammer's Adam's Groove, which is from the first Adam's Family movie in 91. Now, Adam's Groove reached number seven, uh, rather inexplicably. And Ninja Rap remarkably didn't chart. But they are so similar. That they are just I know, believe it or not. Um, Vanilla Ice and M.C. Hammer both were... Well, let me back up. Vanilla Ice, as we've talked about on this show many times, is a complicated and somewhat fascinating and somewhat endearing pop culture figure. Whether he wanted to or not, Vanilla Ice became a cartoon character marketed at children, despite the fact that he talked about some raunchy things in his songs. And M.C. Hammer seemed explicitly to want to be a family-friendly figure who could sell Taco Bell and make songs about God and occasionally rap and like it's just but both of both of them their like mass market showmanship instincts were put into these songs to support these big kitty movies and um they're both just fucking awful but in a way that I think it's almost turns back around to being like that movie The Room like they're so bad that they become fascinating
0: i mean there they are i agree um it became a challenge to myself to sort of nail down um descriptively what i was experiencing <laughs> without having to listen to either one of them a third time um we'll see if i succeeded but i am not fucking listening to them a third time even if i failed because this is some bad this is some bad shit. Um, which shall we endure first, groove or rap?
1: Um, I think that we should start with Adam's groove. Just get it over with. Okay. Here's, here's a clip.
0: I remember the day I needed to ball. A little bit of pepper, my chick. Yeah. The next thing you know, coming in me was a hand with the fingers. I, I with Now I tried to play it on off yeah. and act like I'm having a ball. I- but what do I see? A perm with feet getting about three feet tall. I'm not here. <laughs> they do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, kick and they still pretend. family. <laughs> <laughs> they do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, kick and they still Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: I just justice I for Raoul
0: Julia in this video. Jesus Christ.
1: I pulled that clip because it features the line I needed to borrow a little bit of pepper. And then MC Hammer in the background, as his own hype man, goes, For my chicken. And this is the level of discourse we've reached where I just want you to know I seasoned my chicken with pepper. It's really, really? What a shocking. This is
0: being wrapped by his head on a platter. (laughs) and thing brings him the pepper and then it turns from here into a PSA for being yourself which is something that the Adamses do which is (laughs) true like this made perfect marketing sense at the time and we were kind of in this um marketing time where Whatever was going on in one part of the culture, you were seeing it sort of like bubble up like a fumarole in other parts. And when you consume either part now, 30 years later, you are struck by how very clumsy and fugazi everything is. Like, in part, I'm thinking of how much fucking Batmaniana is in Beverly Hills 90210 for like two years. Really? Yeah, it's just it's bad. Like it's, you know, they're at the beach club and there's a sandcastle contest and someone has to build the Batmobile because reasons of cross promo. Anyway, this, you know, this was to sell happy meals and to get, you know, to get kid dollars out of parents. Um, but as a wrap, like we were talking about this in the last episode, like there are times when you can tell that a thing has been conceived in order to sell a plastic toy to a child that was made probably by a child in Thailand. And it, that's how it feels. This is like for how it, for how force, forcedly fast the flow is, if you can call it that it's curiously flat. Um, It sounds cheap, um it's it's four minutes long it feels twice that um this is
1: like three times
0: just a network note with like cheap casio hi-hat on it and i mean mc hammer had a lot of you know he didn't have like some skills that would let him endure His his this time in his career, but he did have a certain energy and charisma that I do think was probably pretty well suited to like having a cartoon, having a comic book, which I think he did. I know Vanilla Ice did. Um, And like, I don't begrudge him that, but this is this is just pitiable for. Everyone involved, especially, again, the legitimate, talented stars of the Adams family who are just, like, gritting their teeth through this, like, fucking promo fanfic video experience. It's just... Set eight, and the video looks so cheap, too.
1: I-, I will just say this. Do the Bartman came out around the same time, and when your rap is eclipsed by Do the Bartman... Something is wrong. Yeah, like well, when here's Duke what's Bartman wrong. Seems like a legitimately awesome song in comparison. A bunch of
0: guys named Kevin at corporate wrote this shit.
1: I mean, you know for a fact that the lyric sheet was was approved, and there were probably mm-hmm. verses that were that were nixed because they might be too controversial with the market base. Yeah, and I just want to say, even as a kid, I was frustrated by. They say what they want to say, kick and they slap a friend. What the fuck is that, MC Hammer? That's not how people talk. Yeah, what? Kick and they slap a friend. No. No. Now, I will say, I have since seen uh, online some conversations about how MC Hammer is one of the most um, short trigger short-tempered people in hip-hop about having his reputation sullied and apparently mc hammer in private life is goes really hard Hmm. and like threatens people and with his posse is like we'll take no shit from nobody so mr hammer or i believe your last name is burrell in real life um no offense (laughs) meant but this song is bad and you know it's bad yeah and you
0: you do know it's bad um i believe that he is an ordained minister now of
1: course of course and, he
0: is. um, you know, had some money problems, and had like I think some people like fell into the chasm between what hip hop was in ninety one and what it was trying to turn into in ninety three and ninety four And, you know, not everyone survived that fall, but you did have a couple of bangers like actually too legit to quit for being a song that's not that great is also awesome at the same time.
1: Like, yes,
0: he had certain skills, but unfortunately, like he just his hammer pants kind of got caught in the gears of marketing and he wasn't, I think, able to maximize his essential mc hammerness in and i think if he had come along two years ago he would be able to do that better
1: yeah do you know what i mean uh, uh, yeah he he released an album in like 94 with a song on it called pumps and a bump where oh, i remember he was that in song a, Say what? I remember that song. Oh yeah, he would. That was his attempt to be hard and sexy. Yeah, like, and he and was it just, only
0: Hammer at that point. Like, yeah, well,
1: okay. And it just, um, it didn't work. It was like putting on a costume that he wasn't meant to be wearing. It, it just like it was too late. We were never going to be able to take Hammer seriously in that way. And uh, yeah, maybe if he had come out two years ago, he could have evolved. Well, like Lil Nas X has been able to evolve really quickly from novelty rapper of Old Town Road to
0: Yeah, uh, I was thinking guy of, who f- I was thinking of Lil Nas X. Like yeah. I mean, and I I don't think that MC Hammer didn't know that he was being used by the culture in this way. He just wasn't able to he just wasn't able to uh leverage it. And I mean, I think at, at a later time in history he would have been able to. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, can't touch this. It's good. Still. Still good. Yeah. Still dope. Yep. But Um, this is bad, and he can try to come at me if he wants. Now, I don't
1: know that Vanilla Ice, bless his heart, ever had a song that we could say is still great.
0: (laughs) I mean, I still like the big hit,
1: but it's not good. Yeah, Ice Ice Baby is a song that I have deep affection for, but you're (laughs) right. It's not like good no i feel like if you put on you can't touch this at a party people would be excited to hear it and if you put on i size baby people wouldn't dance well
0: people would rather hear the queen david bowie song he let's face it and his production team hooked it from so that's right yes yeah
1: now the greatest thing i can say about ninja rap from teenage mutant ninja turtles to cole and the secret of the ooze is that in the movie Vanilla Ice is seen performing in a club when the turtles come in and they're in the midst of some big fight and they like spills into the club and the suggestion in the film is that on the spot Vanilla Ice immediately freestyles the song Ninja Rap <laughs> to support the teenage mutant ninja turtles as they duke it out with their enemies and that is awesome
0: <laughs> I mean and he's in a sequel too like it's just so
1: <laughs> I know and and also, have you ever seen the movie Cool as Ice that he made? Yes, I have. It's hilariously terrible. It is so
0: bad. I I will not drop the zero and get with the hero. <laughs> 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 because you're the zero. Heat, I mean, hit, and his hair is completely deranged. Um, and he's just wearing, like, there's a lot of XXXXL... Patchwork leather jackets with no (laughs) shirt at all underneath. Um, and now it's my turn to be furiously masturbating because I would have and I still would. I know that's the
1: thing, he's also so cute.
0: I mean, and all right, there were some unfortunate Caesar haircut experiments later in his career when he became or tried to be an HGTV personality. We've talked about it in Patreon singles before. But uh the cheekbones are forever apparently. Yeah. Y-
1: you really could slice uh some really delicious ham on those cheekbones.
0: Mhm. And I've got just the uh I've got just the ham for you, but um while we're contemplating mistakes that I'm making in my bunk, let's hear a clip of Ninja Rap and get that done. Yeah. <laughs> to the new yeah everybody must move vanilla is filled with the new jack gonna rock and roll the place with the power of the ninja turtle face ice you know i'm not playing never think show what the turtles are saying ninja ninja rap ninja ninja rap i mean You've basically, that was a 32.7 second clip. You've basically heard the whole song. Yep. Fully half of it is go ninja, go ninja, go. Uh, This drum was purchased at Kmart or fished out of the garbage in the Kmart bathroom. I have never seen a turtle get down and I watched this video. I still have not seen a turtle get down to my (laughs) satisfaction. (laughs) This is just the most... This is so much worse and yet so much better because like, because there's almost nothing to recommend it except looking at vanilla ice and his large white dungarees. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad that it's much easier to see just like all the chewing gum and twine of, you know, marketing VP Kathleen. <laughs> Who's like, but what if you asked if a turtle could get down? Like, oh, uh, God, I just.
1: Mr. Ice, we've run it through our uh, legal team and we are going to need you to tell the ninjas to go.
0: Yeah, this is like, here was my final note before I gave up again to wait for the um, sweet, cold embrace of the grave. <laughs> this sounds like the robot from the beginning of Rocky 3 got bait and broke. <laughs> I will not be taking yep. questions at this time. Um I mean again, I have I have real compassion especially in this particular subgenre of pop for the, you know, the tension of quote selling out and I I too have been in positions where it's like, well, you know, I could probably dictate part of this job and it's a sweet paycheck and da-da-da, but like this entire thing was conceived of and executed in, what, 12 minutes? Like, it's just so cheap and craven and it's like, it's not good enough or craven enough to justify the other thing. Oh, it's so terrible. But it's also very catchy. (laughs) I I hate that for
1: us. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Can I still to this day say, go ninja, go ninja, go and expect that many people of my age will know exactly what I mean? Yes. Scratch
0: it, scratch, scratch. I mean, this is like the Kmart or like the play school, my first hip hop joint that like these are all the pieces like here's some scratching. Here's a step-down key change. Well, Mr. Van Winkle, I hope you invested this money wisely.
1: Bless your heart, sir. (laughs) Bless your heart.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, We come not to praise these things, but to bury them. Um, Shall we throw on the last shovel full of dirt and move on to a song that continues to be a chair dancer?
1: yeah okay we should because here's what i'm gonna say i'm glad that we're talking about two young mc songs because these are the two poles of the cringe hop experience as far as i'm concerned uh it, uh, Young MC's only top ten hit bust a move to my ear heart and soul remains to this day a classic I love it it is just exactly the right kind of stupid it's yet another song that tells four different short stories in each verse mm-hmm. uh, it is all strung together by a hook it's got the exact same cadence of the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba rhyme, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba rhyme that we've talked about before and yet it is just witty enough that i cannot get enough and of course the sample is super dope so i would say sarah i would love to just hear a clip from bust a move and then we can move forward
0: all right um before we begin i will uh remind you and inform everyone else that this song samples among others bet midler here's a clip
1: goodness sake they want a man who brings home the bacon got no money and you got no car then you got no woman and there you are some girls are sadistic materialistic looking for a man makes them opportunistic they're lying on the beach perpetrating a tan so that a brother with the money can be their man so on the beach you're strolling real high rolling everything you have is yours and i stolen a girl runs up with something to prove so don't just stand there bust a move Down for me, fellas.
0: I included this for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, because it's, you know, good. Uh, this will always be associated with Young MC. This is frequently used as a, like, period setter. Yeah. Which I think is it's perfect for that. Um, This was radio friendly, like despite the moaning and groaning that we were about to start hearing at the end of the clip. This was radio friendly. It was family friendly when it showed up as the song that they're bugging out to in the car in um, in uh, the blind side. And then they get in a wreck that I was like, this absolutely epitomizes everything that is white saviory and gross about this movie just in this use of this track. But I also think he has a sexy voice. Um, he has a confident flow. This bass line is a, such a good choice. And the the whole is just so much greater than the sum of the parts. Like, if you pull it apart, and there's... There's actually a lot of good songs on this album. Not maybe all timers, but good. Like Know How is good because it's Sample Shaft. There's good songs on this first album. Um, but I'm not sure. <sighs> he has continued to release albums, but the next album, which was called Brainstorm, <laughs> sank like a rock <laughs> and should have and I still own it. It's still on my Apple Music. I still listen to some of the songs. Um and the clip that we'll hear in a few minutes is not the worst, but I think it's an interesting pairing with Bust a Move. Um but yeah, I mean Bust a Move is like it's it, like everything is is f- like working on. Everything is firing on all cylinders,
1: I would say. Absolutely. I mean the fact that he's rhyming materialistic and opportunistic, mm-hmm. that's just someone who's really feeling he, he he's at the height of his powers in terms of being witty, self-effacing, um, but also still making his point. Like this is this is clearly the 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 song of a man who is enjoying himself.
0: Yeah. And I, I like mean, that. perpetrating a tan is ha! is not great, but it's one of those where like it circles the rim for a few <laughs> for a few revolutions and then it goes in and you're like, LL counts. I mean, you know what I mean? Like the confidence, he's sort of like running back down the court. Like, let just, let's just go. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't, I don't hate it. Like this song does have a, um, infectious, cheerful energy, um, that, I like and that he generally has but he's not always able to harness it properly and I think the same thing that we were talking about vis-a-vis MC Hammer and like the need to be hard and you know rap with like have explicit lyrics and so on and so forth like not everybody was able to get across that canyon yes he has been trying he apparently has a song called picture on your myspace page
1: oh from
0: the late aughts which is about getting catfished like you're trying much too hard sir go take your count your bust a move money and don't buy crypto with it but just just stop you're you're done
1: <laughs> I, I just but and yet at the same time he did give us dressed in yellow she says hello come sit next to me you fine fellow like yeah There's at least that always.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think he has, I think he has a good ear. I think this is a talented guy, but like I have been saying throughout the season that, you know, (laughs) the, the transition through the nineties was not kind to everyone. I mean, myself included, honestly, um, the song that we're about to hear is called. That's the way love goes. This is the broken heart. Remix. Um, you and I on Slack the other day were calling it um, Bust a Move 2 even bustier, but it's <laughs> actually less busty and less movie, and it's not an A. I'll, I'll tell you that for free. Um, this is kind of a long clip. It's almost a minute long, but I just wanted us to get the full um, Borgus board of <laughs> everything that it does that it shouldn't. With the exception of uh, the woman who is doing the vocal on the chorus, that's Myra Cormier, and she is bailing as fast as she can. <laughs> Here's a clip. I
1: woke up, I was still in her place. In the morning sunlight, I could see her face. Yo, I tried to get up so I could start my day. But I nearly knocked over my breakfast tray. Now this girl went and made breakfast for me. When last night was the first time she saw me. You win some, you lose some, I suppose. Well, I feel like a winner, because yo, that's the way love goes.
0: That's the way love goes. Oh, yeah. That's the way love goes. That's the way love goes. Let's everyone Google Myra Cormier and see what she's up to because the rest of the song, like I, you know, this is towards the end of it, and it's like these little guitar, like, like, why is this here? Get out of Myra's way. She's she's the only stand, the only thing standing between you and certain doom. Stop dropping little guitar snippets in there. Had you ever heard this song before? Of course you hadn't because you're a normal person.
1: Uh, No, I I must admit I had not heard it. And like I said at the top of part one of this uh, now epic experience, the only That's the Way Love Goes that I knew was the actually good song by Janet Jackson, which is not related to this one at all. No,
0: no, it's not. (laughs) It's both are performed by people
1: with teeth um i will say again this is a, a a great example once again of the mundanity of the lyrics of so many of these songs he's like she made me breakfast it had toast you know that i like rye toast the most it's like this is all you've got to say to me sir <laughs> you yeah. want pepper on she started your shiver
0: with- i gave her my sweater i said yeah right she said yeah much better like i don't need a bullet journal of your date
1: <laughs> and also the other day i woke up late and then i thought well that's not great and then i took a shower and then i went to bed and now this is everything that i said that's yeah. the way love goes like no. and i did not
0: miss the bus which is unfortunate because that's a better song oh i mean look brainstorm is Bad. There are some outright terrible songs. Like, I see the track listing and the actual song Brainstorm or Inside My Head, like, I'm almost a little angry (laughs) that they exist and that he hasn't done what Paula Abdul did with the um, movie Junior High School and just have it destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just... When I was making my notes about this, like, there's not, because I don't have, like, a degree in music theory and the the maths involved, like, it's hard for me to pinpoint exactly why this, which has so many of the same parts, the sum is so much less than bust a move. And I think that itself is part of it, that it was like, you're trying to do the same thing with a, with cheaper sound elements. yes. Two years and, later, that's not going to fly.
1: And with just completely with flatter images, there's just yeah. no, there's no Elon in the wordplay here.
0: Yeah, that's that's the perfect way to put it. Um, and he also sounds tired and not and uninspired a lot of the time, and is just like droning a little more, which he shouldn't do. Like one of his strengths is sort of the you know the terrain in his flow is one of his strengths and he doesn't really use it on brainstorm but i mean some people only have so many songs in them and you know that's fine too and some people just keep going anyway and that is also fine i don't have to i don't have to spend money on it but there's just something like it's just fascinating to me this this alchemy Um, That occurs and um, when it doesn't work, uh, it really, really doesn't work. But it's I mean, it's just fascinating that in the space of two years, so much that was going rather well is going wrong with just the same tools and personnel.
1: That's exactly right. Yes, They, they really could not get the band back together, as it were. Yeah.
0: It's really a shame. Um, But this, now, what would you say of the songs that we have listened to? Bust a Move you would still listen to and everything else you're throwing in a volcano?
1: Oh, no, I would keep Bust a Move and I would keep I Missed the Bus. Oh, okay. Those two songs to me are actually good. Mm -hmm. The other eight may uh, find the exit. I won't even hold the door open for them. They can get the door open themselves. <laughs> like, All right. I'm going into another room and I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to make the bed. By the time I come back downstairs, you need to be gone.
0: Um, yeah, if I had to keep two, it would be bust a move and shake it like a white girl, actually. But Crisscross can, like Crisscross misses the bus. That's the whole song, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really let them on the bus. I mean, but it's such a it's such an interesting conversation to have about like there are so many factors that go into this time in radio hip hop. And to hear, you know, to hear the contrasts in these things and like see what a fine line it can sometimes be between, a you know, a legend and. Like a a bad, a bad, like a cautionary tale. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There it is. Yes.
1: And like you said, it's it's so many of these songs are using. It's not just Young MC. It's so many of these songs are using the exact same tools. And yet very rarely do those tools uh, coalesce into something exciting.
0: Yeah. And you just, I mean, you just have to wonder how much of like once the record, label realized like young MC knows how to do this he's you know written songs for other artists like Tone Loke, and um he is a you know clean radio friendly hip-hop artist that we can push in all our chips on right like how much that affected like that he's in the studio for a brainstorm and it's just like a parade of guys named Topher checking up to see how it's going bro and he's like don't call me bro i mean i would i would love to read an oral history of that album even if it's just him like screaming into a tape recorder anyway marvin um if you're within the sound of our voices get in touch at talk songs on twitter and uh if you have not joined our patreon page yet not not you young mc although you can if you want Everyone else, patreon.com slash mastass. We may have gotten our Discord acts together by the time you hear this. So come and talk more about this whole season, specific songs, stuff we missed, songs that are worse than Adam's Groove. I dare you. Uh, We'd love to hang out with and hear from you.
1: And don't hang yourself with a celibate rope. (laughs) That's the thing I'll leave you with.
0: Unless you've been perpetrating a tan, in which case... You know what you did. <laughs> Babies Babylon, the look for excuses, game for the buzzer who kicked it to the moose's is lame as a brain could be Golly G. If you see a shrink, he'll charge you a free. If you see me, you see the fee is nothing. We will feeble patients all backs, no frontin'.
1: Mark and Sarah talk about songs, is hosted by Sarah D. Bunting and Mark Blankenship. That's me and edited by Sarah D. Bunting.
0: That's me. This podcast is a proud member of the Believe Network. Learn more at B-L-E-A-V
1: And if you want to talk about songs, suggest a season theme, get a pop chart reading or customized playlist, or have a cocktail with us and your fellow listeners, then come on by our Patreon page at patreon.com slash where you'll find polls, happy hours, and tons of extra episodes and content.
0: We're also at Talk Songs on Twitter, at Mastass Everywhere on Instagram, and Mastass.podcast on Facebook. Or just email us, talkaboutsongs at gmail.com. All that contact info will be in our show notes. Scroll down. Hope we'll be talking about songs with you
1: soon. Thanks for listening.
0: What is my label when I exit room status? What's menage a trois? or that is? What is sex when you have three people? What are laws if they ain't fair and equal? What's clock tip without a telephone booth? What is a liquor if it ain't 80 proof? What are the youth if they ain't rebelling? What's Ralph Cramden if he ain't yelling at Ed Norton? What is Coke snorting? What is position if there is no contorting? What is hip hop if it doesn't have violence? Chill for a minute, Dougie Fresh said silence.